Shabbos Daf Lamed. We're going to start from the Mishnah on the bottom of Chavtes. If a person extinguishes a flame because he's fearful of the Goyim or the robbers, or he has a person who's very ill, he's potter. Meaning, it's completely motor. Our Mishnah goes according to review that it holds Malacha Shein Srichal Gufa Asr, where Shimon holds its motor. What does that mean? The best example is if a person extinguishes a flame because he wants the flame to be extinguished. In other words, it helps him burn the wick and he wants that charcoal on the wick. That's a malachah shetzricha. He needs it. Another example is, let's say he prefers that the candle wasn't lit to begin with. A robber is coming. He doesn't want the candle to be lit. By him extinguishing it, he gains nothing. That's malachah shetzricha gufa. Therefore, if a person extinguishes a flame because he wants to save the pot, he wants to get the oil, grab the wick, then he's chayev. On the other hand, if he extinguishes a flame because he has a chayel shein or just in general, according to Rav Shimon, it would be potter, because he's extinguishing it, not for the sake of the extinguishing, but because he just doesn't want the flame. It's also to do, but he's potter. The Gemara tells us that the Ashraf Tanachum, are you allowed to extinguish a flame if you have a chayel shein And he went into a huge tangent of Agadita. The next four daf are full of Agadita. And he started by saying, there seems to be a contradiction in Shlomo HaMelech between himself and his father. On the one hand, Shlomo HaMelech says, V'shabeach hanis I have to give praise to the dead. And he says, A live dog is better than a dead lion. But David HaMelech says, Lo yaluka. The dead can't do anything. They can't praise the Baruch Hu. He says, When a person is alive, he could learn Torah, and he could do mitzvahs, and he could accomplish. But once he's dead, he's over. Chavshi, he's free from mitzvahs and Torah. On the other hand, when Moshe Rabbeinu Davin on Klai Yisrael, by Chet HaEgel, he Davin and HaKosh Baruch didn't listen to him. But when he mentioned the Havais, B'shus HaHavais, HaKosh Baruch listened to him, so you see that the dead are greater than the life. Another pshat. If a ruler makes a decree in our days, sometimes people listen, sometimes they don't. But when Moshe Rabbeinu made a decree thousands of years ago, he made decrees to learn the halachas of Yantav 30 days before Yantav. Or in benching, the first bracha of benching, he, de- he decreed. That lasts forever. A third shot. Dovra Melech asked that he should show him a sign that Klaishol should know that he was Moichalim on the Avera of Bashava. And Akash said, I cannot give you the sign when you're alive. I'll do it after you die. In fact, when Shlomo Melech did Chanukah Abayis and he tried to bring the Aaron into the Kaisha Kadashim, it was too wide, he couldn't fit it into the door. So he dived in 24 Prakim of the Hillim and he wasn't answered. But when he mentioned his father, David, then the doors became wider, and Klai Yisrael realized that Baruch Hu forgave David. But it says there, the famous passage that we say in Shir Yayim, Sushorim Sheichem, B'yabai Melech HaKavayd, the door is thought that Shalom HaMelech is referring to himself, Melech HaKavayd, the king, and they want to swallow him up alive. So Shalom HaMelech says, no, Hashem eases V'givar, I'm refor- referring to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. David HaMelech says the Gemara, when they finished the Chanukah Zabayis, after eight days, so the very long Pasuk. And the Gemara Darshan, the Pasuk, Vayichol went to the tents, they found their wives, Betahara. And then it says, Smeichim, they had Hanar from the Zivashchina. Betoivileiv, each and every one became pregnant with a boy. And then it says, L'david Avdoi, that Akash Baruch forgave David, L'Yisrael Amman, Akash Baruch forgave Klai for eating that Yom Kippur that was so simple they ate. In fact, they got awarded Ganeidim for eating on Yom Kippur. David HaMelech wanted three things from Akash Baruch He wanted to know how his life is going to turn out, what year is he going to die on, and what day of the week is he going to die on. Akash Baruch said, I cannot tell you when you're going to die and how your life is going to play out, but I'll tell you the day of the week you're going to die. You're going to die on a Shabbos. He said, can I die on Sunday? It's better for my family. He said, no, Sunday's already the Malukha of Shalim HaMelech. 
that I die on Friday. He says, every day that you're alive, and you yourself said in Tehillim, is better than a thousand oilites that Shlomo is going to bring. So every Shabbos, David HaMelech would learn Torah, Pasuk, Pum, and Megirsei. He wouldn't stop learning because he knew that the Malach cannot kill him as he's learning Torah. So the Malach made a lot of noise in the backyard. David HaMelech, as he was continuing to learn, went to see what the noise was, went down the stair, and he, the Malach took out the stair, he fell, and from falling, he got scared, he stopped learning for a moment, and that moment, the Malach killed him. So Shlomo HaMelech sent to the Chachamim two questions. First of all, my father, the king, is lying in the sun. Can I move him on Shabbos? Second of all, can I feed the dogs? Is a mutter to feed dogs on Shabbos? So they said, yes, you could give the nevela, which is typically muksa, but since it has a purpose, you could give the corpse of an animal to a dog. On the other hand, you cannot touch the dead person unless we make a special hetter. If you put a loaf of bread or a baby on the dead, then you can carry the dead, agav, the bread. So you see that a live dog has more importance than a dead king. And finally, the question that they ask, Rabbi Tanchum, he said, as a mushal, because we have a pasik v'chai b'ahem, obviously you're allowed to extinguish the flame for Chodesh Yishbisekana, but he said in the derech of Agada, because there's women in Amaratzim, so he wanted to open their hearts to Tyra, and he said, a person is like, the neshama of a person is like a candle, like Hashem's candle. So of course Hashem's candle comes before a human candle, and therefore you can extinguish the candle, so that Hashem's candle can live longer. The Gemara tells us that they wanted to bury the Kohelas because of the contradictions, the seemingly contradictions in Kohelas. It says, but however, since Kohelas starts with Tyra and ends with Tyra, so they decided not to. How does it start with Tyra? It says, Magisrin la'adam b'cholam aloi, shiyamol tachs ha'shemesh. Says the Gemara, a person has no purpose of working hard and toiling under the sun, but above the sun, before the sun, meaning the Tyra that came before the sun, amelus ha'tyra, that is very important. And finally it says, soif dovah kol nishmas al-kim yiravis mitzvahs v'shamar, kizek kol adam. Gemara says three pshatim. First of all, the whole world was created for this individual, or he is equal to the whole world, or the whole world comes to serve this individual. But what's the contradiction in Koyalas? It says, Toiv kas anger is better than laughter. And then it says, laughter is great. It says, so the Gemara says that Baruch Hu, when he's upset at Tzadikim, that's a good thing, he gets rid of the Averis, and when he's happy with Rishayim, that's not a good thing, because then he gets rid of their misses in this world. But in Oilam HaMS, HaKosh Baruch Hu, the Tzachik Baruch is going to be happy with Tzadikim. Shabbat Anisa Simcha is referring to Simcha Shal Mitzvah, like dancing by a wedding. What am I doing with the Simcha? Why are you so happy? It's when a person is happy on something that's not a Mitzvah. In other words, it comes to teach us that the Shekhinah doesn't rest on a person that's sad or lazy or betzchayk, levity, and kalas roish, lutzanas, or sicha, just talking, things that are important, things that are not important. Only when a person is doing a mitzvah, then the Shekhinah is shayra. And when you want to learn Torah, it should be besimcha. And when you want to dream nice dreams, it should be besimcha. Elisha, who is angry, he said, bring the musicians, because there's a mitzvah to have this Shriya Seshchina. Tula Shainas, one says, the Rebbe should be besimcha, but his Talmidim should be in fear. Another Lashon is, the Rebbe should start off besimcha, and the Talmidim should be in fear. Like Rabbah, every Shia, he would start off with a milsa de Bdichusa, with a funny joke or something, to get everybody into the mood. They wanted to bury Mishlei, but they said, look, you wanted to bury Kehelas, and you saw that you were wrong, let's look into Mishlei. It says in Mishlei, Al Tanksil, don't answer a fool, and then it says you should answer a fool. When it comes to Torah, you answer. When it comes to Dvar Macherim, you don't answer. For instance, Chacham said 
that a woman is going to give birth every day, fruit, the trees are going to bear fruit every day, there's going to be bread growing from the ground, and the Talmudim laughed, and they proved to them, look, you see a chicken lays an egg every day, there's a slap that gives fruit off every day, etc. And then, when the fool said to the Chachamim, your wife had an affair, you're a mamzer, so they didn't answer, but they gave him a cup of wine, here, drink a cup of wine, and they exploded. Have a wonderful day.